You are listening to the Fantasy Joes Podcast, your weekly dose of fun and unique fantasy football talk with a focus on Dynasty. And now, here are your hosts, Trey Barrett, Will Greenwood, and Ryan Livergood. That's right. We are the Fancy Joes. I am at Rotor Librarian, Ryan Livergood. Joining me as always from the Pillow Palace in Minneapolis, Minnesota, it's Will the Thrill Greenwood. Oh, 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 we're here tonight. I don't know what it was. I was just trying to get psyched up. Right. You should get psyched up. That two tight end stuff is messing with my head, too. So, uh, in our two tight end league, in the it's called Gridiron Heights. Uh, I was trying to trade for Cooper Cup, and I, I just sent the offer out there to start the conversation based on their trade bait. I was like, okay, I'll give you Hayden Hurst for Cooper Cup. I go, I don't expect this to be accepted, but I wanted to kind of set the bar of where you are. And the deal that came back, I don't really like it all. <laughs> but uh, if you look at the VBD – and based on, and this is just, you know, one site, lots of variables, uh, things like that. If you look at, uh, you know, fantasypoints.com, very fun, free site. I recommend everyone go in there because they're free. And so we should always promote them. For the time being, yeah. Yeah, so Hayden Hurst is projected to be the Titan 8. Uh, so that would put him at a VBD of like, let's say 60, 60-ish, you know, overall. Right, right. okay. And let's let's go ahead and click on over to wide receivers. So... We scroll down, we scroll down, we scroll down, we scroll down. Cooper Cup is wide receiver 17. So let's go up. Uh, 17 has a VBD of right around there based on last year, but in years past is much lower. So the, and it, it was lower last year too. It was 67 to 56 basically. And then the further you go back, the more it favors the tight end. So in a two tight end league based on VBD, I should be able to trade Hayden Hurts for Cooper Cup, right? Yeah, I think in theory. Uh, but But I think the – even in a two tight end league, you, you know, Cooper cup has had some, some big years and that year that he got hurt and missed half the year, he was, you know, wasn't he on pace to be like a wide receiver one or something like that. So we're Hayden Hurst. We haven't seen it from him yet. We're, you know, you're, you're basically, I, I think in a two tight end league, Hayden Hurst is probably valued based on his potential and not what he's actually done on the field. Whereas Cooper cup, you know, you, you, we think we know what we're going to get from him. Although there, you know, he's a little bit polarizing because there are some people that think he's going to kind of drop off based on the, emergence of tyler higby so i i don't know i mean i mean I, I think it's a fair offer for sure i don't think it's one of those ones where the owner should be like that's disgusting well what, what, you know what, about the other owner, what the counter was oh <laughs> okay i do have it up ryan so it was the 2020 so the 2020 startup picks were available in the startup draft and this this we haven't played a season yet so it's the 2021 406 and 407 and cooper cup for the 2021 207 McCole Hardman and Hayden Hurst. Yeah. No, I, don't I still see, I, I just, I mean, and the thing is, Ryan, a good, and this is a tip for everybody, like a good dynasty owner in this sense would, I would type up like a nice message and send it to him. And I still should. And I, I just might, but I, I just like, Ryan, like these kind of things, like how much time do you want to take in explaining the value of two tight ends to somebody who potentially won't care. Uh, yeah, right. Because I, I just don't know them that well. Um, and, and, and that's certainly actually a pet maybe, And actually, maybe I do. I didn't look who actually owns this team. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I hate – one of my – I hate try, people trying to convince me to do trades, and I hate trying to convince other people to do trades. But I would like to shed light on the value. But then it also just makes me want to think, like, maybe I should just trade for their top tight end, right? Like, let's flip the script. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's a pet peeve of a lot of people is, is that whole – you have to know the other owners because some owners, they, they're okay with that and, and they, they like the back and forth. Uh, and I, I, to a certain degree, like a back and forth if someone, you know, kind of teaches me something about a player, like, okay, I think this guy's valued here. Here's why. And it's, it's a compelling reason and not just some, you know, BS. So, uh, well, we should probably transition, though, into the heart of this show. And that is <laughs> – We've been waiting weeks. Twitter trades. This has been the show I wanted to do for a while, but we were we did the the the, the startup superflex draft. We we talked about a couple of shows. We I think we missed a week. Then we did the two tight end league because because we ran into um, Andrew and Jacob on, on Twitter. So this is it, man. Twitter trades. Because if you think about it, it it's it, we're going to get into a period of um, just not a lot going on in, in, until the football season. Hopefully, knock on wood starts. You know, you got 
you know, if you're lucky enough to be in Scott, yeah. Well, if you're lucky <laughs> enough to be in Scott Fishbowl, you got Scott Fishbowl, but you know, that's going to, you know, be big for like, you know, a few days and then just kind of dissipate. Um, and, and then it's trading. I mean, that's what they're, you know, you might be in a startup, maybe the rookie drafts are probably over. So it's all about the trades right now. So what I have done, Will, is I have taken some time and I have, um, you, you know, immersed myself in Twitter and the latest dynasty trades on Twitter that are, that are interesting. And, and so I'm going to share them with you. And so the way this works for listeners that haven't heard this type of show we've done before is I'm going to share with Will on my screen, the, the trade uh, or, or the, or the, the poll rather on Twitter uh, of the sides. And Will is going to pick who he thinks uh, Twitter uh, went with and um, you know, what did the dynasty community think on Twitter and kind of give, give a percentage, try to, try to guess if it was, was a 55% of Twitter went with this, this side, was it, you know, 75%, whatever. And then we'll see the results and, and talk about what we think. What Which we works, think. Yeah, sorry. No, go ahead, Will. Which works well because I'm not very much on Twitter. So. No, that, that's why I know you haven't seen these. There's, there's going to be no cheating whatsoever. So I'm going to pull that up right now on my browser. So bear with me just a second. And if we have time, maybe we plug it into like the dynasty trade calculator. If they give us like league settings, Ryan, I can have that up and uh, you know, maybe we can, cause that way you have like, I mean, that's just used by a lot of people to basis for information. So it'd mm -hmm. be fun. This is going to be fun. All right. So let's start the show. <laughs> All right. Can you see, can you see my, can you see my screen? Yes, you can. All right. This uh, is great. I twat, I twat, I twat, I twat, I twat, I twat, Okay. Yeah. This is, this is great uh, audio right here. Okay. So let's get into it. Here is the first trade. It is, uh, was posted by Dr. Is it at Kings at a F T Kings underscore D R. So it's a 12 team dynasty PPR flex and super flex who you got. Thanks. You got, Cam Newton or Justin Herbert? So it's just like a one-on-one -on -one trade for quarterback. Superflex League, 12-team dynasty, PPR. Who you got? What do you think, Will? You want Cam Newton, just signed with the Pats, or Justin Herbert? What do you want? Was this, was what this posted, posted like Monday? Or yeah, this was, this, was, this was just Cam a couple signed. of days ago. Yeah, so this yeah. is this week. So this was after the news came out. Cam was going to New England. Uh, so I'm going to go. 62% Cam Newton on Twitter. And personally, uh, I am going to take Justin Herbert here. I think, so don't get me wrong, I'm a big Cam Newton fan. Uh, I don't like this as a contract he signed as far as if he doesn't fit into the Patriots organization, how quickly they can cut him. I do think there's a weird amount of Jared Stidham love there. I, I don't think it's necessarily validated, but we also don't know what's happening internally there. And uh, it, was, it was a good point. It was brought up, I think, on a like the is either fantasy or dynasty Reddit, uh, the Liz Frank injury for people who are of Cam Newton's size can be a lot more difficult to come back from. So I'll take Justin Herbert, but I'm going to say that Twitter goes, goes Cam here. I will agree with you in terms of what side I would take. I would take the Justin Herbert side as well. Um, although I do, I do think it is somewhat close. Let's see what Twitter says. Um, they did go with Cam, but barely at 51% Cam Newton uh, Justin Herbert, 49%. So you, you got it. You were a little over on your prediction, but, that, yeah. but that's okay. We're not, we won't do prices right rules tonight. It's not like we're competing against other people. So uh, nicely done. Um, and I think this is about right. I think Twitter, though, even though we would prefer the Herbert side, I, I think I, I think it's close. I mean, would you agree it's pretty close? I mean, it, it's yeah, not like I, you – If if you prefer Cam Newton, I'm not going to fault you. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're terrible. You know, that's I, I get if you think there's some holes in Justin Herbert's game, they're easy to see and find. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I do think though that this also illustrates not only maybe Cam Newton's value, how people view him, but I think people are a little bit down on Justin Herbert. I, I mean, the mm -hmm. guy was taken six overall in this draft, and um I mean I'm I'm pretty high on uh, Joe Burrow and, and Tua. Um, those guys, they're probably going to be better quarterbacks than NFL, but I don't know. Justin Herbert could be, I mean, it, I don't think it's ridiculous to think he could be the best quarterback in this draft class. I mean, that, that would be like a hot take and I'm not, I don't think that's likely, but I, I don't know. I think he could be a good fantasy producer. We'll, we'll see. 
Ryan, if you look at G or not, let's not go GM because I don't exactly know the, the Chargers history, but quick note, think about the Chargers drafting quarterbacks. Was it the last two like high draft capital quarterbacks they invested in like first and second round? Isn't that like Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers? That might be right. Yeah. Um, the, I feel like they, the, yeah. yeah, they grabbed some other guys like, like later on. Uh, and then the, 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 the DTC has it 21.7 to 22 in favor of Cam. So, okay. I mean, that, but that's a coin flip. So let's, let's move on then. Let's move on to our next trade. If I can, my, my screen is saying I can't. Oh, there we go. All right. So this one was posted by at VS0204064. Nice Twitter handle, my friend. A VS posted this is is a half point PPR league one QB. It's Debo or the 109. I'm assuming it's the 2020-109. So we're talking a a, a pretty deep class, although this is not a super flex league, so not as deep as your super flex um, uh, rookie drafts. So so what do you think? Is you want Debo or you gonna take that 109? So CEH, Jonathan Taylor. You know, maybe or uh, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, uh, Jandre Swift, Jerry Judy, uh, C.D. Lamb. Will's Kenny on his hands. This is great. Well, yeah. Let's so let's get there. So now we have that like Jalen Rager, Jalen Rager, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Eric Justin Grinch. Jefferson. You can even go Brandon Ayuk there. Yeah. Well, uh, he probably I, has risen there. Yeah. So, and I, I assume this is after Debo's injury. So yes. Yeah. This, gonna, all these trades are like maximum three days old. Uh, okay, right, 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 right. I'm going to go. 62% for the 109 on Twitter. And I want the 109 uh, easily. Okay. Depot's injury history is terrifying. All right, let's check it out. 54% Debo. Sad. Sad yeah, day. and 46% the 109. I, and I, I think your your guess was good, though. Um because I would have thought I would have thought that people might have gone with the one nine as well, but I, I I do think there is the Debo hype, even though he got injured, still continues. I I think I'm with you. I think I'd rather have a Jalen Rager or Justin Jefferson than, than Debo. I I just I don't the problem with Debo Will is, is just his upside. I like him as an NFL player. He's fun to watch. I like Debo a lot. I just don't necessarily see the upside there. Whereas a guy like Rager. Uh, even Justin Jefferson. I mean, Jeff, Justin Jefferson could be like this PPR machine, you know. And he could be a star. PPR. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I'd rather go upside there. I just don't think Debo is is exciting enough for me to, um, you know, want to take him over the one nine. So I mean, and if you really wanted to get nuts in a half point PPR league, you know who that could be. That could be AJ <laughs> Dillon. AJ Dillon. Let's just say he outweighs Debo by like a buck twenty. So let's go. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, even like Henry Ruggs over Debo, I don't wouldn't blame you for that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, let, let's let's move on. That was, that but, was a- come on, fifty four percent. Let's 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 get into these rookies, boys and, and ladies and gentlemen, I should say. So I had to throw this one in. This was from at Dynasty Villain on Twitter, obviously, because we're talking about Twitter trades. Dynasty, would you sell Kelsey? Was his question. So this is the deal: Mark Andrews and a twenty twenty first or excuse me, 2022 first. So you're, you're talking a couple of years down the road or Travis Kelsey. What does Twitter think about this? Oh, I bet it's massive on the Mark Andrews side with the 2022 first. Uh, I hate that there's no other details in here. So people shouldn't respond to polls like this without asking for that. I know. It should be like a, a prereq here. We're in a because, but if it's tight and premium, they're two tight ends. So it's fine. If it's super flex though, that also changes the value of that, that 2022 first because the Superflex has a deeper, you know, rookie draft class every single year. Uh, but I'm going to go like, I'm going to go like Mark Andrews, like 82%. The, what Twitter thinks. What, what yeah, about yeah. you? What, what, what do you think before we look at the results? I, I would take, I would take Mark Andrews in the, the 2022. I, I think that if you discount future first like this, and it's a league one, know your league and know that you truly believe it's going to be around in 2022. It's a longstanding league. And these kind of picks are allowed to be traded. I think this is a good bet because you have to wait on it, but I don't know that market, you know, Travis Kelsey outscores Mark Andrews this year by 50 points. That's not a big, a big loss overall that you can't make up with your team or use that 2022 first to move to a rebuilding team where you can get a player that, that will, you know, benefit you at another position. Okay. I think that's fair. Uh, You know, 
I don't think it's a bad idea to sell Kelsey. I mean, he's, he's 30 years old. Uh, that being said, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I guess you can't get more for, for Travis Kelsey than Mark Andrews in, in a 2022 first round pick. And I don't think this is a bad return. I like Mark Andrews a lot. So uh, this is very, very even for me. Um, it might depend on my, my team makeup. If I'm a win now or win yeah. later. Yeah. Um, let, let's see what Twitter says. You you nailed it, man. You you nailed this because you said eighty two percent, eighty one percent. I guess it's seven. Well, eighty two. Yeah. yeah, you did. Well yeah. done. That was great. Remember, not prices right rules, so you're okay. Um, <laughs> that's perfect. Well, I was gonna go seventy five, then I was like, ah, oh, maybe it's more. But I so Ryan, because I own Travis Kelsey in a lot of places, especially when it's a massive tight end premium, where he's in compared to receivers and running backs, when he's like a top ten scorer, like I, that's that's the thing you don't want to miss out on. You, you don't, don't sell him in, a, in a, an arena like that for this kind of deal, because you know, we don't Mark Andrews becoming like a top 10 scorer like that. Isn't likely, you know, it, we want it to be, we really do want it to be, but likely it, it's not likely. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Mark Andrews and, and um, you know, obviously, I think his future's bright, but you know, we're probably we're probably gonna see some touchdown regression. I mean, he had ten touchdowns last year. Um, is that gonna happen again? Um, uh, I I don't know. It, 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 yeah, it's. I, I mean, I think this is this is probably a good deal. Um, but, but for for me, it's 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 even. I I think it's super interesting. I think that's it's super interesting yeah. that um you know what what you know what what pe- people think in this deal. Um, and you you know that organization is gonna draft another tight end next year. High. They do it all the time, <laughs> literally all the time. Uh, so yeah, but I think I think that I mean I think this is yeah. Ozzy right. Newsom has has retired though, so you know maybe that some of that will go with him. Well, and let's say that there isn't a season this year. Sadness, but Travis Kelsey's now a year older. Are we more worried? You know, because like Mark Andrews, who cares if he misses a season? Like, yeah, it doesn't well, happen. Like, well, despite his age, Kelsey's member has only missed one game, basically due to concussion. The guy is like Iron Man for. Time. Oh, he got concussed so hard in that game too. I felt bad for him. Ooh, yeah, but that that will probably catch up to him, and and that doesn't necessarily mean that next five I, years he's going to not miss a game. I mean, because the, the injuries will start piling up, and he will start to miss some time. He's yeah, I love Travis Kelsey. I think he could just be a producer year over, like that kind of Greg Olson curve, but with more yeah. touchdowns and yards, like yeah. catches, like. He and in that offense, and assuming that he works his contract correctly to stay with Kansas City, because they will become like as soon as they sign Mahomes a big contract, they're going to be in a in a different cap situation where maybe they can't spend as much on a tight end. But who knows? That's all speculative. Like go with the safe bet too. Let's move on. This one is from Nate Hernandez at Hernandez Nate. Been a while, Twitter fam. Which side? 12-team PPR dynasty. Jonathan Taylor or Nick Chubb? Ooh, one. Rookie hype. Uh, everybody, everybody hates Nick Chubb right now because of Kareem Hunt in PPR, especially. So I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor, 67% for Twitter. And I think, I think I'm taking Jonathan Taylor here, Ryan. So Nick Chubb is going to come into his third season – he had an absolutely brutal knee injury, which we know they can recover, which running backs can recover from, but there could be degenerative knee problems coming up here in the future. They're almost guaranteed will be, basically. Yeah. Uh, and we're preseason again. So Jonathan Taylor holds more value than Nick Chubb. I would bet that Jonathan Taylor gets taken in rookie drafts before Nick Chubb uh, in a full PPR league in like a snake draft. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, I, I like I like the call. I, I think I'd take Jonathan Taylor over Nick Chubb. However, Twitter Ooh. disagrees with you. They went fifty-seven percent Nick Chubb over Jonathan Taylor, which I I thought was was fascinating. That's why I had to include this trade here. Um, and I don't know how many trades you really see in leagues like this. You know how many how many times do we see like these straight up trades, like running back for running back or wide receiver for wide receiver? Occasionally, yeah. like if someone's really higher on the, on the other player, it will happen, but. I, I don't know. And the leagues that I think we're in, it's pretty rare, but here you go, man. It's uh it's Nick Chubb over Jonathan Taylor. Um, yeah. I was surprised. I mean, this, this is two, this is only a couple of days old. I mean, it's, it's, this is this week. It's uh, well, cause who did the, who did the Browns sign the the player from the Titans over is it Jake Conklin? Is that right? Is it Conklin that signed there? I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure. Oh, the Browns signed just an awesome offensive tackle. I think it was Conklin. Uh, just a road, like, 
just a great run black run blocking blocking ugh, blocking player. Yeah. Them. So I think that I think that Nick Chubb we are discounting too much. So I get why people would choose Nick Chubb. I just think Jonathan Taylor has uh, the chance to just supersede Nick Chubb very easily. Like, and I'm willing to take that on the youth with less injury history. Yes, he has a lot of tread on his tires from college, but so did Nick Chubb. It's not like Nick Chubb wasn't carrying the ball a ton. So, yeah, for me, I'm with you. It's it's a it's all about youth, and, and you know, talk about offensive line. I mean, I think the Colts' offensive line. I'm pretty confident it's going to be better than the Browns offensive line. So, uh, you know, better organization. Um, I, probably they'll get similar carries, put up similar numbers the next couple of years, but give me Jonathan Taylor because he's, you know, he's, he's younger. Uh, yeah. So, and, and you're right. doesn't have the same injury history. So yeah, for me, it's easy. Jonathan Taylor. Um, I mean, not easy. I mean, if you want Nick Chubb over Jonathan Taylor, I don't think that's crazy, but I, I was a little surprised that Twitter decided to go with Chubb. So, okay. So Ryan, so here's where the discrepancy comes. Cause this happened in a league for me where I was mm-hmm. trying to like work, like what values are. And I didn't look at this beforehand. Cause I was trying to sell, Miles Sanders for Nick Chubb, basically. Like maybe right. Nick Chubb Plus. So okay. I, I went to the, the DTC. Again, great uh, website. You should subscribe to this. It's super cheap. It's like 10 bucks a year. Uh, 12 point, full PPR standard. Nick Chubb is a 45.2 and Jonathan Taylor is a 31.7. So I do think calculators are valuing these rookie picks less than maybe we are and looking at the uh, historic production because it is a gamble, Ryan. And one of the questions I wanted to ask you tonight was, so Jonathan Taylor, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and J.K. Dobbins. More, I think, feel like there's a good chance one of those three will fail and not become like the running back we expect them to be. Which one do you think it'll be if you had to choose? And you know the, the cliche of like under your head, but I'm going to say uh, you have to drop Christian McCaffrey if you don't answer this question. So... Which do I think is the most likely to fail? Yeah, to not be a, a valuable fantasy asset. Well, that's that's tough. I, I mean, uh, part of me wants to say Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, just 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 because uh, you know he's you know not necessarily um, you know like the the fastest guy in the world. You know, and, and I'm all about, all about speed. But that that being said. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I was kind of, I, I'm not, I don't want to give myself more credit than, than I should have here. Cause I, I, a lot of people <laughs> were, were beating the drum, but you know, I was, I was pretty high on Clyde Edwards Solaire. I remember we had a show before the NFL draft and I had, had kind of included him in that tier of other running backs. So I've always liked him and, and I saw what he did in college. So I think he's very talented. And I think just with the combination of his talent, plus being in Kansas city, it's hard for me to see him failing. Um, I, I think Jonathan Taylor is also a beast. I mean, he's so fast and so big with that Colts offensive line. Um, and, but I, I know Baltimore is a great situation too, but I guess I'd have to go with um, um, JK uh, of, of these three. If, if you had to, I, I mean, I think they're all, um, I'm, I'm confident in all three of these guys. I, I don't feel like there's a great chance of any of them failing beyond like a, like a nasty injury or something. But if they all stay healthy, I think they'll all be, they'll all be, you know, pretty good. So what about you? Yeah, I think, I think Jake, it's JK for me, just cause I wasn't as high. Matt Waltman's really high on JK Diamonds though. And I really like that. Uh, Thor Nystrom, Ryan, I don't know if anybody remembers that I was in this, uh, you know, super highbrow league here in Minneapolis. Oh, you Thor. only mentioned every show, but yeah. Well, so, cause I was, I was asking, <laughs> I was asking, but I was asking Thor, I was like, Hey man, I think I'm thinking about taking JK as a Debbie pick. He's like, oh, no, I don't like him. He's got stiff hips. He's got, you know, he's explosive, but not in the way that they're going to translate well to the NFL. So I think there's, I mean, I don't know, Thor's usually pretty good at his write-ups and predictions and columns, and he does a lot of work on it. And since then, Ryan, uh, value-wise, I'm still mad at Thor because J.K. Dobbins' value is through the roof. So at worst, <laughs> I could have sold him for it. You know what I mean? Like, right. I get that, like, it might not have been the best pick in the world, but like, it was, we were talking about, like, the you know, ninth or 10th round of the startup. And we were running out, of, you can only draft 12 Debbies running out of them. And I would just be, I would, I would, I would be king of the castle right now with JK on the team. I would sell him for so much, but you know, I don't hold it. I don't against him, but I just think that, that it brings me back to that kind of uh, report about him. So I think, I think JK has a little bit more risk than what we're giving him. Uh, I do think Jonathan, just Jonathan Taylor just seems so solid and we underrate what he's done. And Clyde was there goes the best offense of the NFL. So, Go yeah, yeah, it's a real tough question. I mean, it's real tough. I know. I love them all. Give me them all, but if you have to choose, 
drop Christian McCaffrey to your head. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's move on to the next uh, trade here on Twitter. At Dynasty Dorks, which side? Half point PPR again, one QB. You've got, <laughs> you've got a, a package here. So you've got um, Saquon and Gardner Minshew. And it's one QB league, so Minshew's value is not that high in this in this deal. And then, <laughs> it's and the droppable. <laughs> and then you've got well, this is like a twenty team league. Then you but then you've got the, the so so basically here's what you're getting back for Saquon in this package. Jonathan Taylor again, Melvin Gordon, a twenty twenty one first and a twenty twenty one third. So, what do you think Twitter said on this one? That this is an interesting trade. Half point PBR only one QB, so not unlike our Empire League that we're in, right? Well. Um, so Saquon and Gardner Minshew for Jonathan Taylor, Melvin Gordon, a 2021 first to 2021 third. Uh, so I think that I don't think it's really changed. So I think, I think Twitter is going to go, and I, I actually agree with this. I'm going to go back to my 62 base percent because that's a nice safe percentage uh, for the Saquon Minshew side. Uh, Cause Minshew doesn't matter. Who cares? Drop him. Uh, but say, I still think Saquon versus Taylor, Melvin, and a 2021 first. And the 21-23rd, you just go out the window. That's, that's an ad that maybe somebody's trying to get. But he's just such a known commodity. And we've seen him be great in a not-great situation. And the, the Giants could be getting better. Or if he has a potential team change in a year with his fifth year coming up or how that works, uh, I, I think – that he still has an opportunity to be that almost like Christian McCaffrey for a bad team. If the giants are still bad, I think Saquon just, just explodes. I, I think he's easily worth this, this side. So. Yeah. I, 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 would, be, I, I would be much higher on the Saquon side than, than what I think maybe Twitter is. Yeah. I, I I'm with you. I mean, it's easy for me, Saquon. I mean, you're, you're talking about, um, you know, he, he's, he's, what is he? He has no flaws. So yeah, yeah no, he, he's, he, he is a guy that is just locked and loaded um, he is, you know, 23 years old, um, you know, and as much as we like Jonathan Taylor, you know, I, I think Saquon we know is a, you know, um, uh, a three down back where Jonathan Taylor, we're not, we're not sure. I think he's going to be good, but you know, there, there's, there is a world where Jonathan Taylor is just a really solid fantasy asset and not, you know, elite, uh, Melvin Gordon getting older eh. Doesn't you know, play complete seasons, basically. Yeah, every year. yeah no. So for, for me, I I I'm going to trade Saquon. I want a lot more back for, for Saquon than this package. So yeah, for me, Saquon pretty easy. And then, yeah, and then the one QB in the 2021 first drives that value down. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's see what Twitter says. So you 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 say 62 percent on the Saquon side. For some reason, I've landed on this as my favorite percentage. Well, 54 percent on the Saquon side. So, oh, so pretty close. That's what I thought was it. interesting about this. I mean. I, I'm actually surprised it's this close. What about you? Yeah. Are you surprised? 54%? Uh, I don't know. Rookie hype's still pretty high right now. And also, depending on who you listen to, Melvin Gordon hype's pretty high. Uh, Ryan, so if you substituted Ezekiel Elliott for Saquon, how would you feel about this? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I, <sighs> that's my, my sigh. <sighs> I think I would probably go with the, I mean, I might, I might try to get more, but I, I think Zeke's um, value for whatever reason is down and I don't quite get it. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, I've been pretty outspoken about my fear of, of guys like Zeke that, you know, he, he, you know, he just, even during a, a, a pandemic where there's, there's, there are no bars open and, and where he might be, he'll, he'll find trouble. So that, that makes me nervous. I, I would probably, sell Zeke for Taylor Gordon, the 2021 first, 2021 third, honestly. Yeah. What about I, you? I, I lean that side too, because I've been trying to move Zeke for a package somewhat like this, but there is no buyers, Ryan, no buyers. Ze- Zeke's a buy right now because – And that's um, what makes me flip. That's Because you go yeah. out here and you go out to the marketplace and you try to figure things out, and all of a sudden it changes. Like, I almost think Michael Thomas is becoming a buy because every single po- like podcast – Drew Reese is going to retire after himself. this year, man. He's going to go to yeah, the like, toilet. Yeah, they're like, he's peaked. He can't get any better. And I, I just, I think that, but it depends what value you're getting for him. Like, I've tried to, places I've had Michael Thomas, I've tried to sell him, and I'm not getting the prices that I think are even just like, I'm taking a little bit of a discount for him, you know? Like, uh, so I think I need to flip the script and like go acquire some Michael Thomas now. Uh, and that's the same thing with Zeke. Like, maybe I was undervaluing Zeke when I sold him, uh, but I, maybe I need to like go back and, and, and try to acquire some more Zeke shares. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm glad you brought his name up. Um, let's let's go to. I, I think we've got two more trades if memory serves. And look at this. This is perfect timing. We couldn't plan. Uh, we did not plan this. This is a trade that actually involves Zeke, so it's perfect. Huh. Um, so thanks for bringing him up. But we we did not plan this before <laughs> the show. I thought this one was next in here, so I'm glad. So thank you to Thomas O'Brien at Thomas O five four four seven three five one six. What would you rather have in a twelve team PPR dynasty league? So this is a twelve team PPR dynasty. You got Zeke and a 2021 second on one side, and the other side you have Joe Mixon and Tyler Boyd. So this is a PPR league twelve team. Zeke and the 2021 second, or you could have Joe Mixon and Tyler Boyd. What do you I think, Will? What, I kind of wonder what Twitter is going to say about this and what they feel about Tyler Boyd. Uh, so I'm going to lead off with what I think first, because that's what is most important, right? Uh, one, I don't, I don't want to trade for two Bengals. That seems like a horrible idea. The Bengals have not been <laughs> a good offense. Like, I, I get that yeah. that team is turning around. Gerald Boyle's coming in. They do have a chance to excel, and you do have a really good opportunity here to really maximize on value. But I'm not leaning into that as hard as this trade is. I'm going to take Zeke in the 2021 second. Uh, and this isn't Superflex, but I think it's since he sent it to Superflex FF that it's probably a Superflex deal. Oops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you give the percentage uh, or do you see it already? I'm sorry. I, I just went advance the screen. Yeah, I, I was going to go. I, I honestly was going to go Zeke in the 2021 second by like 62 uh, percent 62 it. again <laughs> for the well, fourth time I tonight i yeah. just hope i just hope more people share my opinion about getting these two bangles one I, I think you know Mixon is super young he has he on film looks so great but he had like a roster him for the first three years like you want your running back to be a breakout in those first three years right and really do something for you and he hasn't so if you're banking on that fourth year derrick henry breakout then then do it uh and maybe maybe he has it, but that's not that's not the the standard that we should have set. Yeah, Joe Mixon, holdout risk still. Um, you know, contract year, we don't know where he's going to end up. Also, you know, we talk about you know two guys with character issues. You got Zeke and Joe Mixon. Although Mixon has been clean since he's been in the NFL, so that's maybe not a fair um, characterization of him. Um, and Tyler Boyd, I think, is one of those guys that's nice to have on your team. I think that you know in a PPR league. You're gonna you're gonna start Tyler Boyd each week, if not in your you know one of your wide receivers slots, your your flex spot. So I, I think he's a good player, but I'm with you. Zeke is a league winner, and Joe Mixon could be, but we haven't seen it yet. Give me Ezekiel Elliott in this deal, and I just showed it to you on accident. Uh, <laughs> Twitter disagrees with us. They went with Joe Mixon and Tyler Boyd, 51 percent to um, Zeke in the 2021 second, which was 49 percent. What do you what do you think on on Twitter? What, what did they? Uh, I, I think it's the thing is I don't hate if somebody wants to go the other direction there and bet on Mixon's upside. Uh, I guess I'm just being conservative because Mixon is a player I like but don't love, uh, and Zeke is kind of the same way. But I think I think that that Texas off or the the Cowboys offense just it's it's going to be just a machine. Should be. I I mean. If he catches less passes, I think Zeke's touchdown regression to the mean in a good way could could be massive. I mean, if he if he pounded in 15 rushing touchdowns this year, would you be surprised at all? Not at all. No. Like that's the kind of and if if Mixon put in 10 touchdowns on the ground, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I I would be too. I, I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, Zeke already, you know, last year in PPR League was the, the number three running back. And he did have 12 touchdowns on the ground, two, two in the air. But, but I, I do think he could have, like, an, like, like Aaron Jones did last year. He, I mean, he could have, like, you know, Aaron Jones had 19 touchdowns. Zeke could, could have that kind of year. He could just have, like, 20 touchdowns and, and still rush for, you know, 1,200 yards and get 50 receptions and, and you know, yeah. your running back one. Um, league winner. I think it's more likely for Zeke than it is for Joe Mixon. We don't know what the offense is going to be like. I know we're optimistic that Joe Burrow is going to elevate that offense, but and, and yeah, and I think long-term value too. The emergence of Tony Pollard becoming more of an asset to the team and reliable that might actually just extend his his value a little bit longer. Yeah, it might knock a dozen fantasy points off his peak, but we've seen that that doesn't really matter versus being the only show in town. It's, Zeke's had to take a lot of a workload, so hopefully he's he's coming in. He's in shape. His body fits his head size, and we're ready to go. 
Yeah, I'm okay with with Zeke getting fewer. I mean, he had three three hundred and one carries um, in, in 2019. I mean, that's a lot of carries. He's been so durable. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, let's say yeah, let's say he goes down to 250. If he gets 250 carries, the same amount of targets at 71 targets. And if the touchdowns go up, it's not going to matter. He's still going to be this this top top three running back. So. Um, now, now I, I, this show is making me excited about Zeke. I, now I want to go out and acquire him. I know, right? It's I'm the same way. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to go make some offers for some Zeke, some Zeke deals. But look at this. I mean, I would, in a heartbeat, I think I'd send Mixon and Boyd for, for Zeke in a 2021 20, second. So well, I, I think, yeah. Yeah, Boyd isn't a spring chicken anymore. He's on an offense where you're seeing it change. And so he might not be on that team like long term. And he, he he's not like special. I mean, I mean, he's solid, but he's not like a league winner. Right? Yeah. He's, you know, he's, 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 like I said, he's a guy that you probably will plug into your, you know, your third wide receiver spot or your flex. I mean, I, I do, I do like Tyler Boyd. I think he's a, like a decent player, but you know, he, there are other guys like him. You can, you can. Yeah. Find. He's, he's like buttered toast. Like he's a fine breakfast <laughs> option, but you know, it's going to, it's going to satiate you. You're going to enjoy it because butter is delicious, but it's on toast. All right, well, we've got one more. You're you're doing quite well. I have to I have to give you credit. I'm not I'm not necessarily keeping score. Oh, I think I've missed most of them, but that, I'll, I'll get it back. I'll get it back. You're doing pretty well. Okay. Well, well, here is the um, the um, th- this is the defining moment. Then this is the last okay. one. Uh, Our right, listeners will only right. remember how you did with this one. But quickly, I'd like to say I wish Twitter hated Saquon more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, uh, which the, this is from FF Dynasty polls on on Twitter. Um, which side in Superflex? Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams, or Patrick Mahomes? I thought this was kind uh, of interesting because obviously Patrick Mahomes, I think we can agree, is the 101 in the Superflex league. At least for us, maybe not for other people. I shouldn't say that. Is he is he for you in a Superflex league? The 101? No, I think I'm still going McCaffrey and. Barkley before quarterback. Okay. Depending on the scoring settings, are we doing six points for passing touchdowns? Is it a 14 team league? I think in a 14 team league, you, you might take him one one I think in a 12 team league, I think there could be quarterback value in the back end still. I don't think we should expect Patrick Mahomes to get back to that 50 touchdown year we saw. I think he's going to be solid and amazing. Uh, and he is a special player, but when it comes to, I, I still think he's going to outscore the rest of the group the same way he did in his second year. That's fair. I, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, but regardless of how you feel, I mean, Mahomes is probably like at least a top five. Some, if you take about 101, that yeah. doesn't bother me at all. I'm still not like, oh, you should have done that, you know? Right, right. Really so, hard takes here on the Fantasy Joes tonight. So in Superflex League, is a very valuable piece. Um, you, and you could, you know, but, you know, is getting Joe Mixon and, and uh, Devontae Adams enough for you to get you to sell Patrick Mahomes? And, and, and more importantly, what does Twitter think here on this one? Uh. Yes, I think it is enough to to move Patrick Mahomes because uh, it's basically two second round picks, right, for the one hundred and one in a startup draft. Uh, yeah, I I think you know depending on the the superflex you know startup, you know at, at worst case scenario, I think Adams and Mixon go in the second round. They might sneak into the first at the very. Best. Yeah, so let's say you have like Mahomes and a couple other quarterbacks. Like, let's just say you somehow like to make this like sensible. You have enough quarterback depth where you can move Mahomes. I would do this trade. Yeah. I, and I think this trade is very – that's what I thought when I saw this. I, I, I thought to myself, this very, is very team dependent. We don't have enough details. I'd really want to know the roster because if – yeah, if I – if you know, like, like the Joe's mock, that you, the startup that you did where you took all the quarterbacks, in a league like that, you know, you, you've got Mahomes and all these other quarterbacks – you know, Mahomes is is expendable, so to speak. Oh, I would absolutely trade him for Mixon and Matt and Adams in that league. Yeah, in that league, right? But if you're in a league and and you you know you are in, stuck at quarterback and you happen to have some depth on um, you know running back and wide receiver position, this trade probably works for you too. So I I do think it's definitely a win win trade depending on the well, side. I, well, and if it's what if it's six, six point passing touchdown versus four, you know, like that that does I think matter quite a bit here. Yeah, that definitely. And we, and we just don't know that uh, all this is all we know. Is I mean, you're talking about like an extra 60 points a year, potentially for Mahomes if he's throwing 30 touchdowns. And that's a, that could be this floor. Yeah. That's absolute for, floor for many, like, many years. Yeah. And, and that, yeah. 60, that, that's a big deal. So, right. So what, what do you think Twitter said on this one? Uh, I, I'm going to go 62% for the Mixon <laughs> and Adam side. <laughs> 
where it goes up. So it's 62%. I feel good about this. I feel good about this. I feel good about this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mixon Adams, 62%. Here we go. Let's see what, what happens. Oh, come don't, on. You don't underestimate the, the love of Patrick Mahomes. Come on, 53% for Patrick Mahomes, uh, 47% for Joe Mixon, Devontae Adams. I think the reason that Mahomes edges out this duo is, is I do think there is some, um, I don't say hate, but I think Devontae Adams might be a, a guy that, that's a goodbye, Will, because I, I, th- I think people kind of devalue him a little bit for whatever reason. Maybe it's because people are starting to devalue Aaron Rodgers, Maybe it's because, you know, he was injured last year and people forget, you know, what amazing numbers he puts up. I mean, he could legitimately pretty easily in 2019 be the overall wide receiver one. It would not surprise me at all. I think he's going to have a monster year. Did I say 2019? I mean, 2020. I think in 2020, he's going to have a a monster year. And, you know, I I just think, you know, he's, he's this undervalued piece. So... Um, I mean, I, I, I probably, depending on the situation, you know, might take Mahomes myself. I, I think it's, it's yeah. obviously really even, but yeah, I, I mean. Well, yeah, so, so Ryan, like what Adams, you, Adams, like based on age, he probably has like what, three years in his window that you really want, like potentially three years maximum. In, in yeah, his I think he's, yeah, he's 20, he's 27. Yeah. So he's, 28 on Christmas Eve. Okay. So at least in his 30 year old season, he'll be 29 going into it. So maybe you can trick somebody to move him again. Uh, but so three years of that, uh, and Mixon again, I, I do think Mixon still has a, a good long-term career and you're buying it on the upside. I get that. But I think, I, I don't, I don't think you should buy into, uh, a guy like, so don't get me wrong. I love Mahomes. Say one of the safest assets in dynasty leagues by far and based on your team construction, I think you just have more upside to win in the next three years with Mixon and Adams versus Mahomes. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think you're right. I, I, this, and one, once again, getting back to it, this trade is just so team-specific. It just really depends on your, your roster and where you're at and if you're in a, a win-now mode or not. So, um, okay. yeah. Yeah. Go, go, what were you going to say, Well, Well, Ryan, this brings up a very interesting topic that I have been dealing with. So I have a, a team where I have uh, Josh Allen – and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I the I was talking to a team about trying to acquire Lamar Jackson. So my other quarterbacks right now are Drew Brees, uh, Russell Wilson, and uh, what's his face from the Dolphins that nobody likes anymore? Uh, it's Magic. No, the uh, Josh Rosen. <laughs> oh, oh, that guy. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. We everyone loves it's Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so let's just go uh, my wide receiver score. Wide receiver core is very good. Running backs are Gurley. Let's go. David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Sony, Michelle, uh, Damian Williams. And then I have Edwards Hilaire and Deandre Swift. I can trade Josh Allen and Clyde Edwards Hilaire for Lamar Jackson. It's half point PPR with like no bonuses. There's nothing special about this. Uh, and I think I think it's four points per passing touchdown. Let me just double check that real quick. Uh, but would you trade Josh Allen and Clyde Edwards Hilaire for Lamar Jackson? So I feel like this is like a you know later second round dynasty pick. And I don't know where Josh Allen's kind of fitting right now in in a super flex dynasty startup. But yeah, for, for me, although I don't necessarily you know love four, four, point, four points for passing touchdown. Yeah. Oh man, it, it's tough. Um, I, I do think Lamar Jackson is due for some, uh, obviously, regression. I don't think he's going to have the year he had in 2019. I, I think I like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire enough, and um, I, I think Josh Allen is, is just good enough for it. I think I go with the Allen and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire side. I, I don't think I make that deal. Although, I think it's real close, and if you want to make the deal for Lamar Jackson, and, and I think there are, I think most of our listeners would say, uh, and I could be wrong about this, but I think a lot of people would say Lamar Jackson is a slam dunk in that trade. Like they, they would definitely do that. I just, I don't know. I, I just, it's, you know, he's done it one year. I do worry about the way he plays the game about, you know, injury history. Maybe that's his narrative street. Maybe it's ridiculous to, to have that worry, but I can just see him getting, you know, tack, tackled and injured and, um, and just not, not be able to play the same. I don't know. But maybe Josh Allen doesn't have a super clean injury history in the NFL either. No, fair enough. Uh, and I don't think I worry about him being the long-term starter unless he progresses well with it be just being able to be a better 
quarterback for the offense. His athletic talent, his arm talent can be incredible, but I think his uh, intelligence for the game is lacking. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson and – but if they change coaching staffs like after this year, that could be a little bit different because that offensive court – like Greg Roman is special. But I think if he could be a difference maker for coming into this season, I'm so tempted to do it, Ryan. I'm so tempted because I kind I kind of want to do it, but I love – I can't get over the hype of Clyde Edwards Lair, and I think maybe I should. Talk me in or out of it, Ryan. Talk, this is, you make the deal right I, now. I have an idea. I have an idea. Because we, we're getting close to the two-minute warning. we got to close the show. Why don't we do this? Why don't we put it on Twitter? We'll put our own poll on Twitter. No, I'm not reacting to, to Twitter. No, 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 no. Those are the good people at Twitter decide. So you're asking me to decide for you? I can't do that. Come on. Oh, well, come let on. me look at the rest of your team. Um, you know, you could use... And who are your okay? So you do, you're you know, not letting me share my screen, Ryan. Come on. Oh, oh, good. Okay. No, no I'm not letting you share your screen. Yeah, no, let me share my screen. Come on. Quit holding go, me out. Go ahead. We now have a waiting room, everybody, for a Zoom meetings that Ryan is the controller of. Along yeah, with he locks the sharing screen options. Things. Okay. Who can share? It's locked into only host. So I, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I think I can make you a host. This is great audio once again for our listeners. So let me see if I can um, make. I'll make you. I'll make you a host. There you go. You're the host of the show now. Congratulations. You control the screen. Here we go. So you can see the screens that I had up uh, before. Because you can see the trade trade offer. Can you see this one on the right? This is my team. I can, yeah. Uh, It's Chubbawamba because it's an awesome team name. And that's why I also was trying to acquire Nick Chubb in this league. (laughs) It failed. But yeah, so well, you, you could get Chuba, sure, Chuba sure, Hubbard, sure. and it kind of ties in if you get him. Yeah, right. Make sure you look at the taxi squad, and I, mm-hmm. I acquire, I have a 2021 first from a different team that I think I can beat. So you, you know, honestly, when I look at it. this team, and maybe this is too too such a small window, I I, I think I, I stick with Josh Allen and, and Clyde Edwards Hilaire because I, I don't necessarily love your running back depth. You know, without Edwards Hilaire, you don't, you don't really need. Lamar Jackson. I think your team is better by standing pat. Yeah. I hate you, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> All right. No, but that's why I was like, but if I can get something back on top, I wonder if I, if I could do it. Like, uh, All right. Well, you, you have to, you have to give me the, the hosting duties back because I'm going to have to stop the recording here in a second. Uh-oh. I guess you, you're very capable of doing that. But while you're, while you're figuring that out, it's two minute warning. Well, anything, that that's like on your mind that you you want to share with our our listeners before we end the show. Uh, so this came up in our in our league chat, Ryan, about the the Empire League, the first dynasty league we were in together. Uh, this was basically what what kicked us off uh, when I took over for uh, Randall, Randall's Redemption. I think I should change my team name back to that. But anyway, you should it was it's, uh, what am what are my things for this year? And this might just be uh, maybe like the old man, thirty three year old in me. But I, I think when it comes to dynasty, I I really dislike changing up your dynasty league based on the current environment that we're going into. COVID is a big issue. It's something you should have to deal with. But I think a part of dynasty strategy is dealing with that. I, I don't think you should have extra IR spots. I don't think you should have any sort of stipulation for players that have COVID. I think managers should be forced to make decisions based on what they think is going to happen. Do the research. Look at what's happening. It could open your eyes to the political and social, like the, the whole environment to this in the United States. Go into that and then decide how you think that the 2020 year is actually going to play out and make moves based on that. Uh, I think that that is a, a huge, huge factor in it. And I think that's what we should be looking at. In dy- it's dynasty. Uh, this, is, this is what dynasty is. You, re- like you have things locked in and you don't, tra- you don't change things right before the season starts because of something we didn't expect. We need to keep this kind of, I don't know, I, I, w- I want to keep it strategic. I don't want to keep it lazy. I like that. Um, I, and I, I completely agree with you. And, and I think my, my closing thought here is that we are getting into this, this dead zone as we talked about at the top of the show. This is still a chance for you to improve your team. So there are a lot of ways you can do that through trading, I think this is a good team time to get organized to kind of see how your teams, you know, look, you know, you get some spreadsheets going, you know, put in deadlines. There are some leagues where your waiver wire hasn't opened. You should know when that is going to happen. So if you're in multiple leagues, get a spreadsheet going, 
put in when that waiver wire is going to open because you want to make sure you hit that when it opens because there's probably somebody on waivers that you might want to pick up. You know, I think a popular name this offseason has been uh, Robert Gronkowski is in a lot of waiver wires. Um, I've seen Antonio Brown on waiver wires. And he's a guy that's getting some buzz that you know, maybe he's going to sign and come back the second half of 2020. So this is a time for you to continue to tweak your teams. I mean, Dynasty is, you know, uh, through, 365 days a year. So, so don't overlook these little ways to improve your team because a move you make now might be the move that wins you a championship. It could be something as small as picking up Rob Gronkowski and maybe you start him in week 16 because you have another options at the tight end position and he puts up a big enough game where, where you win by five points because he got a touchdown pass and you win the league. So um, just keep grinding. Don't, don't, don't think, okay, now we just got to wait for football. You can continue to improve your teams. Even if you're not a active trader, there's, there's something you can do to improve your team. And that, that is, is my final thought of the show tonight. So no, we'll I, got, I got one more final thought. Go ahead. One more final thought. Because you made me think about improving your team, Brian. Remember last year, all the DJ Chark deals I did? Yes. It's like the throw-in. Uh, this year's version of that for me is Andy Isabella. All right. So your advice is to go out and get Andy Isabella? Well, just get him. Like, if you're having a deal and that owner has Andy Isabella, they'll throw him in. Uh, I think that as a second-round pick, I know it was late. It was like in the Josh Rosen trade and whatever. But uh, I think his skill set took is going to take was going to take a year to adapt to the NFL and that is a stacked wide receiver depth chart but why can't he explode right and it, even the third wide receiver in that team they run they're going to run that that offense can support three and I think to your point what let's say you don't like Andy Isabella if there's a guy that you believed in going into their rookie year and they didn't produce and they're worth very little and there are a lot of guys like that you know maybe um Jay Jaw is one of those guys for you I mean yeah, I, really I like, like Jay Jaws too yeah uh, you know, a lot of people really liked him and then he did nothing and people have totally written him off. So a guy like Jay Jaw, you know, I, I believe second round draft capital, right? He still could break out in 2020. You can get him as a throw in. So think about those guys you really high on that just didn't produce, particularly wide receivers. Cause I think this happens with wide receivers a lot. Second, third year, these guys break out, get them in, get them thrown in. And, um, and, and you're right. It, like, like you did last year, you might hit big on one of those guys. I even made a joke about a deal saying it was a DJ Shark deal. I remember. Other pieces. Yeah. <laughs> like the biggest piece I card was DJ Shark. Turn it it was. And I'm, yeah, turn it it was. All right, well, let's All get right. out of here. Yeah, we're, let's we're, go at, we're out of time. But um, we are the Fantasy Joes. We're at FF Joes on Twitter. Uh, Will is at Fantasy Joe underscore Will. I am at Roto Librarian. We're on Patreon, too. We just did another Patreon show tonight. So check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Fantasy Joes. On behalf of Will Greenwood, I am Ryan Livergood. And we are... The Fantasy Joe.